0: North Omaha History Podcast, made possible by our patrons, Jay Hanna, Wanda Lewis, Ian Schneider, Laurie Schwartz, Christine Gerber, Jody Lavallo, Jim Collison, Abby Heitoff, and the Great Plains Black History Museum, open Thursday through Saturday from 1 to 5 at 24th and Grant. Please go to patreon.com slash Omaha and become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. We'll give you a free gift. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sasse. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. Located in the middle of the hustle and bustle is a spectacularly beautiful Formerly consecrated rental facility that few people in the entire city know about. For more than a century, there was a monastery for Catholic nuns no- located at North 29th and Hamilton Streets. Well, Adam, tell us about one of North Omaha's hidden holy
1: grounds. Steve, I call it a hidden holy ground because barely anybody knows what it was. You know, right there at 29th and Hamilton, there is so much history that's packed in but one of the most important parts of that all of that history belonged to the creighton family themselves the creighton family were really dedicated catholics you know they had come to omaha from ohio and before they left ohio the creighton family had had some different successes brothers ed and john came to omaha to run a a telegraph building company and basically um ed first edward creighton and he made the family fortune uh him and his wife mary made the family fortune laying uh telegraph wires along the union pacific railroad as it headed west he also did other railroads but lots of telegraph wires uh his brother john picked that up he was a little bit younger but he picked up the the company and he also amassed a fortune doing the same thing and they sat on all of this wealth but they weren't stingy people and they were very dedicated Catholics. So they did a whole variety of things for the Catholic church in Omaha to help them grow their ministry. Now I'm not Catholic. I'm not even particularly religious, but I do love religious history. And I do love um, acknowledging some of the spectacular things that religion did in North Omaha's history specifically. And I think honestly that the poor Clare's uh, monastery is definitely one of those great, uh, contributions that the Catholics made. You see, the Creightons really wanted the poor Clares themselves to come in town. It turned out that the poor Clares went back in um, history at least five centuries, if not longer, when uh, in the 13th century when Pope Pius the Knight said that the poor Clares um, should exist. He himself authorized the poor Clares to come to the U.S. in 1875. And just two years later, the the Craytons donated a chunk of land right in Omaha to get the poor Clares specifically themselves to come into the city. See, the poor Clares had their own vision, their own mission, their own way of operating. Rather than going out and doing tons of charity work and or doing education or um, serving in churches specifically, the poor Clares' entire mission still to this day is to live very, very humbly, very, very, I mean, just stripped of all the trappings of... Of modern living for the most part, and to really focus on prayer itself as the ministry that they uh, pick up in service of the church and uh, of their faith and their religion. And so in prayer, they don't spend a lot of time out of the places where they live. Now, nuns are renowned for living inside of nunneries and all different kinds of terms for their places. And we don't really talk about monasteries for nuns, but the poor clerics specifically lived in monasteries because they didn't go out to interact in the neighborhoods around them. And that's what made a monastery, not necessarily monks live there, just that you didn't go out into the community to interact around you. And that was the poor Claire's role at 29th and Hamilton. For um, almost 75 years in that place at 29th and Hamilton, uh, they lived in a beautiful facility that was donated by John Creighton. Uh, Creighton ponied up the money. He built up a, a couple of wooden monasteries originally that were in different parts of the city, but eventually they landed at 29th and uh, Hamilton. And uh, in 1888, the first brick monastery was dedicated right there. Um, now, interestingly enough, we know that 30th and Hamilton is right in the middle of Omaha today, uh, and even called Northeast Omaha by some people. But back then, Hamilton was called, at 30th Street, was called West Hamilton Street. So, way out on 29th and West Hamilton, was uh, this Port Clare's Monastery. Built in uh, 1888, it just built out from there. Uh, there was a crypt, there was a chapel, there was a below ground mausoleum, that crypt, uh, and there were all kinds of different uh, rooms and facilities right there inside of the building that was added on to over the years. In 1904, they had a large addition, brought in 1908, another one. In 1971, the Omaha Order of the Good Shepherd Sisters Bought the Poor Clares Monastery. The Poor Clares moved out uh, into the St. Bernard Parish Covenant uh, Convent at 3626 North 65th that year. Uh, and they continue to exist today, the Poor Clares do. But the Good Shepherd Sisters, they did some different things with the facility that was at 29th and West Hamilton Road. But by 1971, of course, that was just Hamilton Street. They ended up putting, uh, opening up a community school. They rented it out for different things or, or let it out the rooms for different things. Uh, there was a point in the, in the 1970s where it became a private facility in 1980s and, uh, Johnny Rogers actually became North Omaha football hero. Johnny Rogers became associated with the facility. He lived there for a little while, uh, kept his own home there and did some different outreach from that place. The facility at, 29th and Hamilton still stands there today. And it's beautiful, Steve. It has wonderful woodwork throughout. It's built in kind of a neoclassical uh, version with lots of great triangular shapes across the front of it. Tall windows, kind of that pioneer element still present. You can see some different porches in the, in the atrium area in the center of the building. And, and lots of different features that are definitely worth taking a look at. In the 1980s, a group called the Covenant Life Fellowship bought the facility and ran it as a church for a couple of decades. It closed in 19 and in 2012 and a private company called open, opened up a rental facility there called the starlight chateau. Today, the starlight chateau hosts events, including weddings and meetings and parties and small conventions and casual get togethers, all kinds of things right there inside of the facility. There are small rooms that can be rented out, that were the nuns sleeping rooms and those could be offices and there's just all kinds of gorgeous spaces that are right there. So definitely something to see, um, definitely something to take a look at and and absolutely a highlight of North Omaha still today given both the, the beauty of the building and all of the different features that it has. I'm really happy that it still exists and I really hope for its good future going forward from here and I encourage people to give the Starlight Ch- Chateau a look for your next event and other activities. You can find information about it on the com website. Uh, And I link to Port Clair's, and I link to Chateau, and all kinds of different things. So take a look.
0: The North Omaha History Podcast is available on your favorite podcatcher, including Stitcher, iTunes, and Podcast Republic, Google Play Music, and TuneIn. Thanks for listening to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian, Adam Fletcher Sasse. Join us next week as Adam takes you on another
1: guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past.